<laughs> radio tap. Loud and clear. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Radio Tech Podcast. I'm Christina. I'm Ravni, and in this episode we'll be talking about Monza, the Italian Grand Prix. Um, as you can tell, we're not recording this with the mood or energy that we hope to be recording this with. Um, it kind of turned out to be a more underwhelming ending and an underwhelming race than we expected it to be so that's kind of shown in our in our voices if you got here um but we'll start with the positives we had some great little moments spread out over the race weekend starting from the beginning so we had Kimi Raikkonen turn up with his family which was really really cute to see making an appearance back into the Formula One environment we love to see it um and we also had Nick Debris um, standing in for Albon, obviously not under the best of circumstances. Get well soon, Alex. We know you have appendicitis, but we're hoping um, that you have a very speedy recovery before Singapore, hopefully. Um, but yeah, but not only that, Nick Debris actually ended up scoring his first points in his first ever race for Formula One. I don't really think we've seen a Williams driver do that in a while, and I don't want to speak too soon, but cough, cough, to read to Formula One at any time soon in the Williams. I feel like him and Albon could potentially make a great a great um, driver lineup, a good little duo. Um, not sure how that'll go with at least if you've been in Formula One, but and again, anyways, we're focusing on positives here. Um, so it was really great to have debris turn up and also what else turned up it seems that the ferrari team turned up with the strategy this this week somehow um which was great to see they somehow did not mess up the ferrari strategy for either driver that much i don't think so very happy about that and a special shout out to carlos for an amazing race that he ran with all his great overtakes well done carlos we're really sad that he wasn't on the podium. Talk more about that later. Um, but also a special shout out to Hamilton because he started from the back of the grid P19 and got to P5. So well done. Amazing performance. Yes. And Carlos started P18 and got in P4. So well done. When Carlos overtook Alonso, I was just having the time of my life. Maybe it's the yellow. Maybe the yellow helps. <laughs> I have to say, I'm not a big fan of the full yellow suits, but the car looks so good with that, like, little, like, bits of yellow that they added, uh, especially the rear wing. But now on to the disappointing part of the race. Uh, is the FIA having us news? Like, what are they doing? First of all, they took way too long to call the safety car in. Uh, because it was obvious that they like where how were they gonna get Ricardo's car out without calling a safety car in and then the safety car enters in the wrong place because it, it enters in front of George which was uh, third not first and then it takes so long to get first like to get in front of the first car they can't take Ricardo's car out because they, they can't move it and they just let a tractor crane in 
going the wrong way. Instead of red flagging the, the race, getting the track clear, making it safe for everyone, they get a truck or crane going in the wrong way and they have to wait for where like for the moments in which the track was clear like what on earth are you doing obviously it did not seem like they had the best plan in place and i guess the only moment if i weren't really sleeping today was when they had the virtual safety car and when charles was in the pits um i have to say it was kind of heartbreaking to hear charles's radio when he got told the race would actually end under the actual safety car we wanted to see a proper end to the race and of course we can't really say if charlotte there would have won the race um just because of the sheer speed of the red bull and just various other things but we would have loved to see it we didn't get to see a proper fight it wasn't a proper fight at the end it could have been really good with max out there versus charles and even jordan carlos like carlos could have overtaken george after if they would gotten a chance to race a couple more laps yes carlos could have definitely overtaken george because carlos had new softs on george had uh scraped off uh softs so he could have overtaken he could have been on the podium like ah we wanted to see the end of that race. The Tifosi there in Monza deserved, they deserved to see it. I understand that mistakes happen, but also I don't think this kind of mistakes should happen in F1 because F1 relies a lot of being a show. And in this case, in my opinion, it was quite dangerous. They should have red flagged it because um, to have a tractor crane, going the opposite way while the cars were still driving behind the safety car. We're in the temple of speed. They're going fast even behind the safety car because the the track is crazy fast. And for a moment, I just like thought of uh, Jules Bianchi and I was just like, I was very concerned about the safety of that situation. We have to admit that they followed the rules, which they didn't do in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> because according to the rules, they didn't need a red, a red flag. But I believe that each truck is different. Each situation is different. Um, we all wanted to see a different ending to this race, both because we wanted to see a show and both because, at least on my part, I was very concerned about the safety of the situation. So I believe that the rules should be changed to avoid this kind of kind of uh, things happening. What do you, what is your opinion? <laughs> I have to say the flashbacks to Abu Dhabi 2021 were very real again I do agree I feel like there should be just one set of rules that they follow which they did this time around compared to Abu Dhabi but at the same time it really should depend on the track because some tracks are a lot they're driving a lot faster around some tracks than others and on the longer tracks they can have these situations where for if there's an incident at a certain part of the track the track is so long that they can kind of yellow flag a certain part of the track and continue around other parts at, you know, less slow speeds. But at the same time, it I just think it's so difficult for them to have to create all of these rules, because then again, like Abu Dhabi last year, it really depends. But in the words of the FIA themselves, former FIA, um, according to Massey, this is motor racing. 
I know Abu Dhabi in this race was very difficult and this track is much faster, but the track was cleared in the la in one of like the last few laps. So again, it was very heartbreaking to hear Charles's radio when he realized the track was completely free of Ricardo's car. They had the opportunity to go racing. They could have gone racing if they wanted to. They could have had a red flag to stop the race and then restart rather than just completing it under a safety car so yeah it took them eight laps to clear the track because Ricardo stopped at lap, lap 46 uh, out of 53 and they couldn't take out the red flag without breaking the rules because the rules say that you can only use this, a red flag if there's a crash and there wasn't a crash and that's what i mean when i say they should change the rules they should add something in that says if it's needed even if there isn't a crash uh you can take out a, the red flag because i think it was needed both to preserve the show that f1 is and for safety as we discussed <laughs> uh, at length and yes the track was clear in like the last lap they could have raced if the safety car hadn't entered in front of George instead of entering in front of Max and there were still like two or three lap cars in front of like between Max and Charles and they should have unlapped and they didn't unlap like what what so they didn't have time to unlap those cars and because after the cars unlap you have to do another uh lap behind the safety car before you can start but i think that if they had used a red flag today's race would have ended uh differently maybe not in terms of results of one and two but uh definitely in terms of how the race ended so Anyways, I still got goosebumps seeing all of the tifosi underneath the podium, the Red Sea, and I disagree with them booing Verstappen. They should boo the FIA, not Verstappen. Like, it's not his fault. I bet he also wanted to actually end the race with a fight and not like that. But I love the chance. Loving the chance from the one that says, Ale, 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 Ale. <laughs> Leclerc, Ale, to Charles Leclerc, Charles Leclerc, Ketchup Regade, Verstappen, Charles Leclerc, which means we don't care about Verstappen, we have Charles Leclerc. And my personal favorite is the one that says that who doesn't jump his Dutch because it's just hilarious. <laughs> I find that so funny, and I really love the spirit of the Italians. You could really see the energy was just there all weekend the Tifosi with just everybody and I would really love to hear the Italian national anthem or I guess more specifically the Monegasque anthem this weekend but yeah or maybe just... or maybe even more specifically the Monegasque and the Italian anthem one after the other <laughs> that would be they, they sound amazing yep so it we have Quite a bit of madness straight after quali, actually. If we go back to Saturday, we had quali go on, but then there was so much confusion as to how the grid would actually start on Sunday. And it took, I think, a few hours to sort that out. More than that, because the 
the grids, the final grids uh, order came out on like 9 p.m. And the quality was at 4, <laughs> from 4 to 5 p.m. So it, it, uh, it takes some time. Even uh, Pierre Gasly tweeted uh, at around 8. Can someone tell me in which position I'm starting tomorrow? <laughs> which is so hilarious. I, oh my God. His sense of humor is so attractive. <laughs> but we have to say that Pierre is also not doing well health-wise. We don't know exactly what he has, but he skipped Thursday. And on Saturday in an interview, he said that in the morning he had a hard time getting out of bed because it just wasn't feeling good. So I personally hope he feels better soon. But he's in the points. So well done, Pierre, for pushing through. <laughs> yes um we hope he feels better really soon that does not sound good everybody seems to be coming down with some some health issues or something but hoping that everybody's really healthy for when we return back in singapore i just wanted to quickly talk about the i'm going to call it the monza curse because it seems that it just appeared again whatever driver wins the Monza Grand Prix the following year they appear to end just not finish the race it ends in a DNF we've seen it in 2019 when Charles Leclerc won the 2019 Italian Grand Prix the following year he did not finish and then in 2020 Pierre Gasly the same thing the following year he just did not finish and then there were a lot of rumors everybody was kind of seeing whether Ricardo would also follow that trend because he obviously won last year at Monza and somehow I didn't really think it would happen because he got through quite a lot of the race before he did have an oil leak but he also did not finish so Max he needs to play it really carefully next year because it seems like Monza is cursed. To be honest uh, I don't want to sound mean or anything but if Max DNFs and Charles wins, then I'm not complaining. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we just we kind of hope. We I think it's clear that we kind of both hoped for a more exciting, unprecedented podium this year. It kind of seemed like it was very similar to kind of the other races we've seen this season so far so it didn't really mix it up but well done to Max for winning anyways I guess because he hasn't won at Monza before has he? No he hasn't so yeah I mean unexpected <laughs> in a way <laughs> yeah he hasn't won at Monza but honestly I think I've said it before more than seeing a different podium apart from Carlos I would have seen would have loved to see Carlos on the podium today I just wanted to see an exciting end of the race because when the safety car came out and I saw all of them going on soft and Ferrari put Charles on soft so I was like yes yes they got it they understood they were all on soft I was like we're gonna get like an exciting like last couple laps of the race they're gonna like they're gonna be fights because they're all on softs and the restart and their safety car is always like very tight uh, with the grid being very tight so I was so excited to see that and I think a lot of I think pretty much everyone else <laughs> was excited to see that and we were deprived of that type of ending and before we end I just wanted to spend some words to talk about as well uh, the 
uh, F3 race because it also did not end because of a safety car and sorry of a red flag and the race was not resumed and it was really sad to see drivers cry because they didn't have their chance to finish the race and get on the podium and maybe win a championship very very sad but on that note we'll end this year we'll talk to you next week we are taking a little break from racing but not from the podcast i personally need to recover from the emotional damage so i'm welcoming a break (laughs) uh like a racing break (laughs) yeah i guess that brings us to the end of the triple header so we'll return in a couple of weeks with Singapore but fear not we'll have some exciting episodes still planned so we will see you in our next episode bye (laughs) I couldn't unmute myself (laughs) okay bye guys